today you've gotten, you know, again, things changed. Yeah. You know, we're at the chamber doing great work there. And then all of a sudden, uh-oh. Yeah. So then how did, first of all, the idea, and get me if I'm wrong, it's Oddfellow Photography? Oddfellow Photography, Oddfellow Productions, yeah. Okay. And we, again, we'll have make sure we have links so people can see your work. Cool. Thank you. Um, first of all, how did you come up with that? name okay. and then the idea to to go that direction and then secondly what are you doing okay so one my girlfriend is a model been a model for years is no stranger in front of the camera mm -hmm. um and we had a trip to ireland planned for september of this year of this year that obviously didn't happen sure sure obvious reasons uh, but she was like, you know, babe, we should get a camera. Let's not use phones. Because, you know, once you have your phone in your hand, you're on your phone. There's a zillion other things you could do on your phone other than taking pictures. Right. And so having a dedicated camera, uh, especially one that's good, is going to make the pictures better, but also prevent you from scrolling and trolling is what I call. You ain't going to be scrolling through Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Put that shit away. Pull out something that's dedicated for pictures. Right. Um, and so her birthday was in July and I wanted to get her something. So I went to Target. I bought like a $450 Canon, came with a couple lenses, a case, memory cards or whatever. Um, and luckily she had a photo shoot in LA that she had booked with a, a magazine called Tableau Rouge. It was a magazine specifically for redheads. I understand. Um, it is 18 and up. So. Don't, be careful don't. if you go by that first yeah, issue. Yeah, if you go yeah. and look at that, just be be ready. Uh, it has definitely grown up. It's not like, you know, lewd or anything like that, but the, but it is definitely 18 and up. But uh, So we went out there, and I had the camera, and, I mean, man, within a few pictures, I realized, like, holy shit, I like this. Mm -hmm. Because I'm, I'm both. I, I like creativity, but I also like the techie stuff. So I realized with music... You know, you have your guitar, you have your amp, but what kind of amp is it? What's the, what's the wattage of it? What type of speaker are you using? What gauge of strings are you using? How many different, like, you know, pole settings do you have on your guitar? Are you running effects pedals? And where are they from? Are they true bypass or are they not? People are already bored, right? Yes, you're, they're already, you're, you're, you're definitely, definitely nerd. nerding out yes, about it. Yeah. So there's that tech element of it. Like, right. what am I using and how do I use it? Right. And then plus, how do I be creative with that knowledge, right? So mm -hmm. the, and, and I found that transitioning from music to photography was nearly seamless. I just needed to learn my tools and then I could practice being creative. Those first, you know, a thousand shots that I took were probably garbage, but mm -hmm. I was proud of them. I was right. like, every picture, I was like, damn, babe, look at this. <laughs> right. Look at that. And she's like, that's very nice, honey. Again, there's a <laughs> yeah, finger painting. Yeah. We're going to put side that on of, the fridge. Side of fridge. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, but then as time goes on, I started learning about composition and lighting and all those things. So that transition was very easy. That's why photography and that's how. It literally was like, oh, I'm going to buy my girlfriend a camera for her birthday. But it was really mine. <laughs> it was mine. Sorry, babe. She'll never watch this. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fast forward to this part just so she knows. So she can be like, I told you that wasn't for me. Um, so, you know, and then Oddfellow is because the apartment that I live in now or that we live in um, used to be the auxiliary group for the International Order of the Got Odd you. Fellows. yeah. Uh, which I think You know what? I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. What, what were they called? The Rachels or something like that? Yeah, the there's Rachels. a unique thing there. Yeah. So the third floor is a giant uh, apartment now, but uh, it's an apartment on one side and then the original ballroom with the tin ceilings, all the windows, a mirrored wall that goes all the way down. So um, my buddy who lives up there now is a dance instructor uh, Timothy, great dude. And, you know, he obviously isn't doing much in the way of dance instructing during all sure. this stuff either. So sure. he was kind of like, yeah, man, you know, set up some backdrops, you know, do whatever, take some pictures. So anyway, um, that's why it's odd fellow productions, uh, is more the commercial side of things, videography, shooting videos. And then photography is obviously still photography. Um, so shooting videos, we better clarify there. Yeah. What do you mean by shooting videos? So with photography, you're going to be doing um, the standard things are weddings, families, senior portraits, newborns. Those are kind of like every small town has that photographer that specializes in that. Probably business headshots. I do those things. Right. Uh, probably not newborns as much, um, but I do like to do models. And not mm. just because I'm like a pervy male right. guy. It's just that they're the ones who are the most comfortable in front of the camera. I don't have to pull take a lot from them. They take instruction, mm -hmm. but they also just like, they have their own thing that they like to do. And so I just capture that 
rather than being like elbow up, hair back, on your tippy toes. You know, there's less instruction. Right. So it's we get to create art together. Again, there's that group group art thing yeah, that yeah. I really love so much. So I love working. A model is an artist. Mm-hmm. People judge them. They're like, oh, it must be so easy being so hot that you just like don't have to do shit. Well, models have to do a lot to look like that, but right. then also get that look in camera. Okay, so for the videography thing, that's like commercials for businesses. Okay. It could be a what we call a talking heads video. So that's going to be a politician that needs to be like, I'm the right choice for you. And it's like one or two cameras on this one person delivering a message. Could be tabletop proto- uh, photography mm-hmm. um, or tabletop videography. So we're doing one product. So if there's a whiskey commercial, but you don't see people talking about it, you just see hands pouring whiskey and the ice cubes fall in, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's it's commercial videography. That's that's what it is. We make videos for online television, those sorts of formats and how's it been i mean because again we're not in uh, a metropolitan huge city right and again we are we've already talked about how you know again when we generalize and say the typical small business doesn't you know a lot for a budget yeah to have high production high quality marketing content created how has it been so far since you started that portion of the business to to get some traction five years ago i worked for our local paper and I sold ads. Now, see that? I never, I never knew that. Yeah. I worked for the local paper. Um, it was a media network is what they called it. But it was a fancy term for, hey, fill up all our ads on this newspaper. Right? Got you. They made okay. you feel really good. You're an account executive. <laughs> Sounds very official. But it's really just like, hey, make us money and we'll pay you, uh, I don't know, Something. close to the bare minimum. But um, so I would, at first I was gung-ho. As anybody is. When you start a new job, you're like, I'm in this. I'm going to kick its ass. I'm going to show the editor who the real MVP is here. Right. Um, and what I found is I would, I would make these advertising campaigns to the tune of anywhere from five to Mm -hmm. $15,000 total for the year. Gotcha. Whole year. Yeah. One client, one client. Yeah. But that's half the salary of someone getting paid 15, 16 bucks an hour. Right. That's half the salary of somebody at that rate. But how else are you going to get out there? Advertising yep. is so important, and, and advertising is the devil. I know mm-hmm. why people say that. Like, it gets in the consumer's head, and it robs the business owner of their money. There's a lot of negative things around advertising, but if you scoot those to the side for a second, it is just content and brand awareness, and it is supremely important. It's right? different now, right? And it's different, but most business owners aren't prepared for the cost. Mm-hmm. Well, my nephew's got an iPhone 12, and he said he'd do it for 100 bucks. Well, let's see what your nephew can do for 100 bucks. Yep. Or you can look at the $2,500 production company and see what they can provide you. Yep. Does quality matter? To many people, yes, mm-hmm. it does, but it's subconscious. Mm-hmm. It's not like the average consumer is like, wow, I bet the DP was very good on that, and they directed <laughs> this commercial very well. I like the lighting very nice. Yes, they don't care about that stuff. The but, secret, yellow bulbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have some, and as and as they'll see on this, we've got some white light, and then we've got yellow light. Right. It's, it's not the greatest, but it's better than what it was, right? right. So they don't know that stuff. Um, so it's definitely difficult in a smaller town when you say, Hey, this is going to be 1500 bucks or this is going to be 3,500 bucks, but here's why Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to convey. See, I think you're placed right because no matter what, it's either going to be accept or die. Yeah. Adapt or die. Yeah. Play or die. Yep. And so I think you have your business placed properly. Um, and I'm sure you're still building business structure, business plan, business, you know, all the, sure. all the, all the things that, are, that, that make an actual business learning as and not, go. and not a side hustle, Correct. you know, that make a business. Um, and you're in place when we're going to have widespread, uh, I think we're gonna have widespread acceptance and utilization of those techniques going forward. Here's my fear. And this is where I think that that your business, if you want to stand out and be, ah, I'm one in the crowd, you know, mm-hmm. be the, the unique, is more as more and more of us small businesses start utilizing services like yours, and we all are creating professional content, we're going from being the one standing out to being back in the middle of the group again. That's right. So being on that front line of 
you know, okay, everybody's doing it. Now, okay, now everybody's coming along and now everybody's doing 30 second professional videos. Yep. What's the next thing? You know, what's, you know, how, how do we stay ahead of that? Cause that's where you're going to provide long-term staying power, where you're going to have long-term value and you can crank that margin on your business. You know, Hey, they might do 1500 or my nephew might do it for a hundred, but for 2,500, this is my rate of return when, you know, when we enter the marketplace. Here's why you stand out. Here's why we're different. And I have, I just have this feeling we're going to go through a stage here. And again, what the thing I don't know is how, what, what's that time lapse? Are we going to go through first 12 more months of cell phone videos and grainy raw content? Yes. Or, or is it going to be a little faster consumption where we say, hey, Tony, come in and make me look better than I am. Help me send a message that I want to send that I'm no good at sending. How soon do we make that tipping point? And then after that, how long is it until everybody's doing that? And then we have to be off to the next damn thing. Uh, It's a great question, honestly. And first and foremost, people are going to utilize the most cost effective thing first, always. Sure, sure. And lucky for them, the iPhone 12 is badass. It's a damn good camera. It's badass. And it yeah. makes it makes photographers yeah. and videographers everywhere shudder a little bit. We're like, oh damn it. <laughs> damn it. But but at the end of the day, there are great guitar players. Great guitar players in the world who smoke. I mean smoke. Mm-hmm. Like when they play, you listen, mm-hmm. right? But they're not storytellers. Got you. Storytelling. They're mechanics. That's what, that, okay. So let's pretend in a world where the Bible, and I know this is where we're, we're stepping in some dangerous territory. There's hey, some, we're, we're two glasses in, so it's good. There's some theological landmines where mm-hmm. I'm about to step here. But let's pretend for a moment that the Bible is just some stories that mm-hmm. were handed down to teach humanity a lesson. Mm-hmm. Why did they last so long? Mm-hmm. It's a good damn story, isn't it? The it, damn good yes. story. Yep. And it matters to Marketing generation. Marketing 101. Yep. Look at the Bible. Look at the Quran, whether it's your shit or not. Mm-hmm. Look at look at the Four Noble Truths by Buddhism. That mm-hmm. shit's been around for hundreds and hundreds, thousands of years. Mm-hmm. I've lived 35 and that feels like forever. Thousands of years. Take the notes. Good storytelling is everything. And so if you go to the car dealership and I'm I'm gonna sell them a commercial and I say, look, Bill, we need to do a commercial. We need to make you stand out. What makes you different than every other car company? He says, well, we offer rock bottom prices at fast turnarounds. And it's like, well, Bill, I got I got bad news for you. That's you in every other fucking car dealership ever. Exactly. You are not different. Yep. You're not yep. different. You're so one of the group. Your question, to be more pointed about it, is when is that transition from phone to camera, production company, mm-hmm. nephew to professional? Um I think professionals are going to know how to pull that authenticity out mm-hmm. of the business owner. That's our job. The job as a photographer is to make someone feel comfortable. If I do boudoir photography, that is a woman and scantily clad, mm-hmm. but it's just your your everyday woman. It's not a model. It's not a woman who spent her life modeling. This is just a right. woman who's like, I want to get my husband something like, ooh, kind of sexy for Christmas. Right. This my job as the photographer to make her feel so beautiful and so comfortable in front of that camera. Understand. That's my job. Mm-hmm. So as a video production director, DP, whatever the fancy titles we give ourselves is, my job is to make you be authentic. Tell your story. Don't tell me we offer 0% financing mm-hmm. for 12 months. Like that's, that's Sunday, literally. Sunday, Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. That is literally <laughs> every single car dealership yep. ever in the history yep. of ever. Yep. That's not unique. Yeah. But my job is to pull whatever it is that's unique about your business out and mm-hmm. capture it, edit it in a way that makes sense, that's palatable for the average viewer, put it to some music that's very nice, and keep it under 30 seconds. That's my job. Does your nephew know how to do that? Maybe. But, you know, I've been burned recently. I mean, I, I had a pretty sizable paycheck ready to go. Did it again, didn't it? Mm-hmm. That's all right. Fourth wall. So <laughs> I had a pretty sizable paycheck, and then I got I got canned for the guy from the local church who was going to do it for free, and that's always going to happen. Mm-hmm. But quality is one thing, like the lighting in here right now, the quality of the cameras and all these things. That's great, but we could do this with a cell phone as long as the content mm-hmm. is good. 
Exactly Content right. is king. Yep. Storytelling is king. So as far as my production company goes, our job is not just to bring in, oh, look at my $5,000 camera yep. and like all our lights that, yep. yeah, we're bringing $15,000 worth of gear to a, to a shoot, mm-hmm. but that doesn't matter. It doesn't mean shit. We're a week telling ago, the story. A week ago, got called into a nonprofit. Hmm. And I will, will not mention names. Okay. And they have the most beautiful Facebook page you've ever seen they just created a brand new website beautiful i mean they i mean whoever did the actual work to create the production beautiful beautiful so i asked one question i was introduced hey eric's gonna you know ask us some questions help us out with our with our marketing because we would we don't have money coming in all nonprofits right now you know we're fighting every other nonprofit for no money mm-hmm and I said, let's ask the, the, the young lady to pull up the website on the, the screen. I said, is this not first class, beautiful production? Yep. I said, one question. Will you get out your credit card right now? Because you looked at that website and increase, you know, input your credit card data and make a contribution today because now remember you guys believe in this with your heart soul and everything that you are you believe in your your cause your mission you're reaching out to people that have never heard about you before now you read that now you look at that it's beautiful professional clean yep i mean i could never create something that like like that like that that was created mm-hmm. as far as production quality right it will not make one freaking cent. Nope. Not one cent. So you said content. Content's king. So content isn't just turning on my phone and, and talking. No. So I, I want you to give some clarity to content. What is, con- I mean, when you say content, content drives action of some kind. Content drives a feeling of some kind. Content hmm. drives emotion of some kind. Content, if it's content, has some type of response to it. But I want to hear when you say content, because every, I mean, all you have to do is watch YouTube for 10 seconds. Everybody's now an influencer. Everybody's now a content creator. That's right. But not all content is created equally. No, it's not. What do you mean by when you say content? What I mean... And, and and again, I don't I don't mean to be so macro about things. That's kind of where we're at though today. Yeah, we're we're looking at the big <laughs> yeah, picture. Right, this is right. big picture stuff. Right. Storytelling has mattered to human beings forever and ever and ever. Let's say we've been watching a movie, and a cowboy has teamed up with an Indian of all pairs, right? Mm-hmm. And they have a young child they're supposed to keep after. I've already painted this picture, right? You're in it. You're in it. You're ready, right? I'm in. Yeah. I've already painted the setting. Yep. It's easy. I'm the Lone Ranger, dude. You're Tonto. Just so you I'll know. I'll be Tonto. So That's know. fine. That's fine. <laughs> and and we sit around the fire. And what happens? There's a scene in the movie where the characters, the, the Indian, uh, sorry, the Native American and the cowboy <laughs> – are there with this child they're supposed to protect who is neither cowboy nor Native American, but we've teamed up to help protect this child, right? And of course, there's a scene in the movie where there's a fire, it's at night, it's cold, we're in the middle of the desert, and mm-hmm. we're traveling, right? Well, a story happens. That's the perfect setting for a story. Right. Why? Mm-hmm. Human beings love stories. We love living a different life than our own through somebody else Mm -hmm. we love it that's why we'll binge we'll binge five seasons of something on netflix we love it my girlfriend and i are doing it right now we're watching better call saul highly recommend it as a follow-up to breaking bad if you haven't seen it um (laughs) a little shout out there vince gilligan if you need a dp i'm I'm available for hire (laughs) but what i will say is we love story so it doesn't matter if you're selling the most boring thing ever. Maybe you're selling copiers. Mm. Everybody needs copiers. There's no reason to sell it. No, you're selling Xerox. What are you going to do? Right? right? Everyone needs it. But what's the story? Right. Paint a picture for that person. If you're selling your services as a business, 
what are you going to tell your consumer? We love stories. Mm-hmm. That's the single most important thing. And, and what it, is it the story does, though? I think that's the important thing to pass on here. What is the story doing? It allows us to live vicariously through somebody else, or it appeals to something that we think we need. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're selling cars, everybody needs a damn car. Mm-hmm. Nobody's walking or riding horse and carriage anymore. Tires, like, brakes, steering wheel. Everything. Out of the elements? They all have them, right? They all have Why them. Why yours? Why yours? That's correct. So it, you have to disconnect with somebody, mm-hmm. you know? And in the old, like, Ford versus Chevy thing, it right. still exists, but it's less than it was even when I was a kid. <laughs> right. I remember that was a big deal. But like, oh, I'm you a ain't Chevy been on the farm guy. for a while. We still talk about that. Yet. You still yeah, talk about still that? Okay. About yeah. It it's been a while since I've thrown some hay bales. I'm not going to lie. But uh, that was a hot topic back when I was doing that. And, uh, it doesn't matter because they're mostly manufactured overseas now. I hate to break it to you farmers. I'm going to look right at the camera when I say, I hate to break it to you, but they ain't manufactured here no more. They're manufactured by the same Chinese companies. Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yep. So, you have to connect with your consumer. Mm-hmm. If you don't take that time to just be personal, put your guard down. Yes, your commission depends on it. Yes, this customer buying this product that's the future of your business. Mm-hmm. We get it. But cool it with the hard sell. My generation, right. my generation, right. and I know we're talking about the people with money and the older generations, the silver hairs, the blue hairs. Don't take offense. I'm going to be there before you know it. They have the money. That's true. Always been that way, too. It's always been that yeah. way because they've got their retirement yep. ready. They've got that. But guess what? My generation that's coming up right now, I'm 35. Mm-hmm. I was the last generation to play outside before the internet. We still roll bikes, we still play baseball, so on and so on and so on. We don't buy it. We have right. seen every single advertising trick there is to play on mm-hmm. people. We're gonna appeal to your heartstrings. Those old Sprint commercials or Hallmark commercials. Right. Where, where when it's over, you're like this, you're like, oh, that makes me miss <laughs> right. my grandma. Yeah. You know, that shit don't work on us no more. Nope, gotta be 78. No, 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 you, you have to try something new to get through to us. And I think this might be the scotch talking, but I think it's just honesty. Mm-hmm. We're tired of being lied to. We're tired of being tricked. Mm-hmm. We're tired of being sold to. Every time we turn around, there's an ad on our phone. There's an ad on the billboard. There's an ad on TV. There's an ad before the YouTube video we want to watch. There's an ad in the newspaper, ad in the magazine. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be annoyed by how many times I just said ad in the. You should be. Because right. it's everywhere. That's the money. Well, this is the question then. So if I want to sell you, I need to sell you. And sell is a dirty word. It really sell is. Means, to my generation especially. Yeah, yeah. Sell means that I am giving you a small amount of money, uh, value for your big stack of money. That's right. Small amount of value, big stack of money. Feels like a con job. A con job. So how do I, like if there was a few things that you could could pass along, that what is the short, the, the easy way, the sell without selling, my favorite tagline, what is the what is the sell without selling strategy for your generation? One, don't pick a product that matters to you. Like, well, I really love this, so I'm going to sell this. If it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. If your product is worthless, mm-hmm. it's worthless. Don't sell dumb shit. If I could be, you know what I mean? And take a step back. Be really, really honest with Mm -hmm. yourself. And that's okay. If that amounts to a failure, like we talked about earlier, if that's a failure sort of thing, or like I tried to sell this and it didn't work, don't take it personally. You just tried to sell some shit that was worthless to a wide variety of people, Right. right? Be authentic. If it's something I need, if I need a water filter for my faucet sink, I'm going to pick the best one. And pure, I think it's pure, per, P-U-R, whatever, Brita, pure <laughs> right. and Brita. They're the big right. dogs. And if you're going to try to fight against them, yours better be so vastly different or cost effective. Right. And you just need to be directive. My competition is this and I am this. And we have the same exact quality, if not better, by our product. Mm-hmm. I might be like, oh, shit, okay. I don't want to give my money to, because my generation especially, we don't like conglomerates. <laughs> we don't right. we don't like multi-billionaires we don't and that's, that's bad news for the jeff bezos's of the world even though i'm sure he's doing fine we don't like that mm-hmm. so if you have something that's gonna like take down the big guy that's right. another thing that's gonna win you over for the next generation mm-hmm. and 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 i'm gonna be real honest about that that's real that's as real as it gets people older than me they like the establishment 
They like the the old way, the way of the 80s and the 90s. Sure, sure. My generation and younger, we don't want to feed the pig anymore. Right. We don't want to feed the biggest of the biggest. We want to take care of the small people. So if you have something that can topple the big dogs, do it. So if I'm a small business owner, which again, street smart business, okay. we're, we're down, we're supposed to be unfiltered, you know, we're transparent, we're giving explicit at some times, mm -hmm. um, business advice, you know, down here in the trenches, how it actually works. So what I am hearing is, I hear from all small businesses all the time, I can't compete with Walmart. I can't compete with Target. Yep. I can't compete with Cabela's. That's right. You know, but what I'm hearing is, is your generation, your generation and, and younger than you, you, you're not the youngest anymore, dude. Sorry to no, break it. I got you. this gray in my goatee. They can see it clearly. The white light shining directly on my silver hairs. That that you're you're desirous to do business with somebody else other than Target, Walmart, Cabela's. That's right. Exxon so, Mobile, whoever. But that doesn't mean just because you're small, just because you're in a small town, just because no. you're on a back street, no. that you automatically get my business. Mm -mm. So there's still other things that even though big versus small. You know, we have a story we can connect, a story we can connect to that brings us back to our roots as people, no matter what. There's still something that they have to provide value-wise. There's okay. got to be a need that they solve, a problem that they solve. Um, can you speak to that just for a minute? There are leaders and there are employees. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make this as brief as possible. I, sure, feel, sure. I feel like I've been super, superfluous this entire time. I'm going to be very brief. There are leaders and there are followers. Okay. Now, if I'm going to buy a guitar, there's only so many guitar manufacturers, right? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to buy it based on the fact that you know what you're talking about and you are personable to me. Mm -hmm. If you are a business owner and you grunt or groan or roll your eyes every time someone walks through the door, Mm -hmm. because you're assuming they're going to be a pain in the ass. Right. You're assuming they're going to not ask all the questions, ask all the questions and just take all your time. Then stop and go be an employee right Preach. now. Yes. Stop and go be an employee. Yes. That might be the most important thing I've said this entire. Yeah. Underline it. Yep. Note it. Yeah. You are not a business owner. Yep. It might seem appealing because you might be able to take those vacations to Cancun because you take on all the stress of payroll taxes and keeping everybody in order mm -hmm. and making the schedule and blah, 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 whatever it is your, your role and title is. If you can't handle the customer coming in and if you're not ready to put on that show, mm -hmm. it's showtime when they walk through that door. It's showtime. What's it cost? To get that person to walk through the freaking door. Your time. Is that easy? I mean. Yes, it is easy. And, and some people might say, no, it's not easy. You got to be. Uh, no, 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 no. It is very easy. Be a fucking human being. Sorry. I hate to say. I, drop, <laughs> no, 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 I don't I mean to it. drop so many F-bombs. Right. And you can bleep them if you need to. But be a human being. Right. That person's walking through your door. Mm -hmm. You should be grateful. Yep. This is like a Christmas carol. The ghost of Christmas past and the ghost of Christmas future. Mm -hmm. They've come to you. Don't be Scrooge. Right. We They have no problem writing a check for a grand to throw a little four by four ad in the paper that nobody reads, nobody responds to, That's nobody right. walks through. That's fine. But somebody that we don't even know how we generated their interest walks through our door. That's right. And now all of a sudden we don't know. We haven't scripted. We haven't prepared. We haven't, we haven't went through the process. Remember we talked about the Zoom meetings of how, to, how can we make that seem like a live event? It's not a live event. No. But how can we get and draw as many emotions, as many feelings, as many as attachments as we can out of that event? How come when they walk through the door, that's not already thought about? You know, when they come in, what's the smell? When they come in, what do they see? That's right. When they come in, what do they touch? What does it feel like? Have we thought about that? It's an experience. I used to have this book called The Gentleman's Handbook. I don't even know when it was written. It was old as sin and it smelled like mothballs, but I kept it in my So where'd you get but that? It was an auction. <laughs> my mom and dad were auctioneers. They they loved auctions and they would get these crates of books. And one of them was The Gentleman's Handbook. And, and it's so simple. Mm -hmm. When they walk through, hi. Yep. I'm Tony. How yep. are you today? You doing good? Thanks for coming in. What can I do for you? Mm -hmm. Be interested in, in why they're there. People love the sound of their own name. And if I could give one piece of advice, mm -hmm. read the book, 
How to win friends and influence others. That we'll is, have the link in there. Everybody oh should own it. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, that is that is one on one. That's like learning two plus two. You shouldn't be allowed to own a business until you read the book. They, correct. Mm -hmm. I would say that. Yeah. I would honestly say yeah. that. And yeah. it's a little dictatorial, hmm. but I think the government should make that mandatory. Yep. That that might be a little too and again, like it's dictatorship. It's written before all the stuff that we take for that we use today was even even existed. That's we right. didn't have social media. We didn't have all these other platforms. Yeah. Dale Carnegie, right? Yeah, Dale Mike, Carnegie. The 40s, People, you know how much money some, his his like uh, his company made doing live on site training seminars with that how to win friends and influence. I mean, gazillions. Yeah. Of dollars. Yep. Were paid. Yep. But like everything else, just like this podcast. If people haven't tuned out already, which we've uh, we've we've given plenty of reason. Yeah, we have. We've nerded it. We're we've, they're gone. We're having some bourbon. We've, we've, <laughs> we've had f bombs. We get every reason. But if they don't take one thing out of this and actually act on it, implement it, put it into their daily practice, waste of your time. They should shut it off now. Yep. They should never buy the book. They should never read the book. It has to be something that's, that they take action on. You know, nothing in this world happens. Nothing happens until you do something. That's right. You know, I have plenty of scholarly business acquaintances. Have read more books than I have. I've read probably over a thousand. Easy. Same. Probably 1,500. Same. You know, but unless you take action, all that stuff doesn't mean, whoa, doesn't mean anything. Nothing. Without action. Yes. So Carnegie, I mean, in practice, that should be something that should be standard operating procedure for every business. But why every is employee. that? Let's let's go into why. Someone walks into your business. Mm -hmm. It's being polite. It's what your grandpa would tell you to do. Look someone in the eye, <laughs> shake their hand, and care about them. Yeah. That's all we ever want. Can you do that on Facebook? Uh, you, you, there are ways. Yes, you have to work at it like Zoom. Yeah, it's different. It's un when you get somebody in, that's yep. worth more. Yeah. And somebody I, somebody reaches out to you on Facebook, I would take the dude in my store that I can interact with personally. Because that's what you're used to. Dude, all that's day long. That's what you're used to. Yes. That's the world you're coming from. Mm -hmm. But I would have to say that the world is going towards this virtual right. remote mm -hmm. thing. So it's do or die. There's that flexibility thing. Yep. You have to find a way, find a way to connect with somebody through vast differences. You're connecting through a cable modem. Yep. Through a laptop screen and a webcam that looks shitty and is like kind of like off time, like or I move this way. Off. Yeah, or a camera <laughs> that keeps shutting off. That is the reality yep. of where we're at. But yep. why is that book so important? How to win friends and influence others? Because it's basics. Mm -hmm. We as business owners, we get so caught up in where's my value, where's my profit margin, what's my cost of doing business, where's my taxes at, where's my QuickBooks, who am I hiring as an accountant, do I have insurance? There's a lot of questions, a lot mm -hmm. of blanks to fill in, a lot of things to check off your to-do list. And we forget the most important thing, mm -hmm. which is connect with your buyer. Yep. Who is your buyer? And they're a human being, I guarantee it. You're not selling to some <laughs> alien from Tremalfador 5. Yep. And I know that's nerdy as hell. Even if but you're like, B2B, business to business, you're still people to people. It's people to people. Yep. I hate B2C and B2C. I yeah. hate those terms. Yep. I hated them in Same the here. chamber and Same I here. hate them now. Same here. Yep. It is P2P. Person to person, mm -hmm. whether it's a CEO or or Bill and Mary, the insurance buyers, or whatever it is Bill and Mary are there to buy, mm -hmm. you are selling to human beings. And we have been sold to for generations from newspaper. Well, it used to be door to door. Oh, for I, sure. I miss the days, and I wasn't even there for it, but I miss mm -hmm. it anyway, where a senator or a congressperson canvassed. They had to go town to town mm -hmm. in a horse-drawn carriage in the sweltering sun, dabbing their forehead, working their ass off to get those How votes. How would that go today, Tony? Oh, they wouldn't make it. <laughs> and I promise you, Trump and Biden, they wouldn't have made it. Yep. They're prissy. They have lived on the velvet pillow their entire lives, and they would have failed right away. Yep. And I hate to break it to anybody who supports either of those candidates, but they wouldn't make it. Mm. You had it's to a go. Different world. Here yep. we're traveling for this candidate, da 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 da, in like this town in Kansas, this town in Oklahoma, this town in Utah, mm. this town in Vermont. Like they had to go. Yep. And work their ass off for those mm -hmm. votes. But now, lucky you, because just like them, the business owner, you can put yourself out on the internet. Yep. And I know it's annoying. I know it sucks that people mm -hmm. can't come into your business. And when they do, they have to wear masks. I know it sucks. Yep. It's different. 
and it's weird. And it feels like a weird sci-fi movie. Mm -hmm. But it's here, and it's here to stay. Deal with it. Figure out a way to connect with that person. How much different is it when you can't see my mouth move? And what happens if you can't see my eyes? Can you connect with me? It's hard. Yeah, It's different. But human beings are resilient. We built the pyramids. We built the interstate. We built capitalism. Right? right? Sure. Like we are resilient creatures. So no matter what gets thrown at us, we can do this. And as small business owners, we are the bread and butter of the U.S. economy. The motor. The engine of the world. We are. We're yep. the pi- we, we are five out of the six pistons. Mm-hmm. One of those pistons, yeah, is Exxon and Pfizer and Lockheed Martin. Yeah, they get mm-hmm. lots of money. Um, but at the end of the day, the average person is the motor. Yep. We are the engine. Yep. And if you sit there and gripe and complain about what the current circumstances are, it's always going to be something. It's yep. either going to be World War One or World War Two or the Great Depression mm-hmm. or the Korean War or the Vietnam War or what else? Yeah. It, the list goes on the and on and on. Holiday season. It's everything. Yeah. Now we got spring break. Yep. Oh. Now the kids are off for summer. Every year it's like this. Yeah. And, and if yep. you find yourself as a business owner and you're bitching and complaining about things, mm. you're in the wrong business. Go be an employee. Go be someone else's employee. You are not in a position to be a leader. Yep. True leaders take those changes and they face them yep. and they overcome them. And they might fail. Mm-hmm. That takes us back to one of our earlier points yeah. where you're going to fall on your face publicly. Mm-hmm. I think I contend that that's why there's so there's a lack of leadership now mm-hmm. in society, is because everything yep. is so public, everything yep. is so fast to press, the news cycle is every ten minutes. Yep. That I think that's why there is a lack of leadership, because you know I don't want to put myself out there and state my ultimate belief and my ultimate <sighs> state, and then all of a sudden I fail. Everyone's going to see me fail. Yeah. What happens? And here's here's if there's a call to street smart business owners, it is that. People are starving to be led. Yeah. They're dying to be led. Now, again, that doesn't mean that they're sheep. That's no. wrong. That is 100% wrong. What they are is loyal. What they are is driven. But they, they just need somebody to point them in the right direction and know that That's they're right. on the right, the knowledge that they're on the right path. Or if they're on the wrong path, they're not alone. That's right. No, that's, right? that's really astute. Yeah. Starving, star, that. starving for leadership. So now we have a small business owner who's now been screwed over by whoever, governor, who, health department, whoever. Did I mention that I'm not a big fan of our governor? No, you haven't. Okay. Please tell me more. Okay. Well, just let's put that. Let's make that in the show notes. <laughs> so we'll put that in there. There is a petition out now that you can sign. We need 100,000 signatures on to, to, to get your, your uh, state house representative to co-sponsor. The impeachment articles on our governor. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So I will put that in the show notes, by the way. Wow. But anyways, the point is, everybody is dying to be led. To have somebody with conviction. to. Why was Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, Alexander Hamilton, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, why did these people have, have people that would lay their life down without even thinking for them? Because they had a conviction of belief. And they themselves were willing to do the same exact act, do the exact same sacrifice as they were asking their followers to do. Hmm. It wasn't, you do it for me so I can rise and you can, you know, I can stand on your dead carcass so I can step higher. It was, I'm willing to go too. I'm willing to go to. I'm a business owner today. I'm willing to go to. I'm willing to be open. I'm willing to come to your house to deliver my goods and ser- goods and services. I know there may be a risk. I know that you may be scared. I may be scared. I'm willing to do it with you, side by side. We live together. We die together. I'm in it with you. Yeah. That is a message today that if it was taken on by any business, would I, I can't even speak to the amount of money that would flow. Hmm. There is a counterculture outside of mainstream media, outside of outside of Hollywood, outside of what the popular group think is if you pull up a popular website like Yahoo, Google, or whoever. Sure, MSN. That says that I believe 
in our country. I believe in capitalism. I believe that ultimately in our soul, we're all good people. I believe that we're all truly care about other people. I believe that I go to work every day to serve, not just to get rich on your back. You know, there is a huge group of people that believe that. Yeah. But nobody, nobody is standing up and saying from the mountaintops, I'm with you. I'm the guy. We're in it together. Scary. Leadership is scary, man. Because if you fuck up, Mm -hmm. it's your ass. And it's your ass publicly, Mm -hmm. big time. Yep. Yep. And Simon Sinek, one of my favorite dudes. I mean, I've I've probably watched everything he's yeah. I'm a a fanboy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm a (laughs) fanboy. And and I just recently read one of his books called Leaders Eat Last. Yep. Leaders should be mandatory. Last. You eat last. Yep. Whether that's your employees yep. or your consumer, mm-hmm. your client, you yep. eat last. Yep. And there's a contract. There's a contract between like big government, big business, and the average person. And that contract is, I will give my life to you. Mm-hmm. And what is my life? Let's clarify that too. My life as an employee or as an employer is my time. Oh, sure. I have X amount of time sure. on earth. Yep. And only God knows what that is. That could be 93 years, three months, two days, four hours, and 27 seconds. That might yep. be my life. Right. That is what I have to give. That is the most valuable currency I have to offer the economy. Yep. That's it. That's my whole life. Yep. And I will, and most people, if they are an employee, are okay with that exchange. Mm-hmm. Most people that want a leader. That is true. Not everybody wants to be a leader because we all kind of know in the back of our mind, being a leader is a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. You feel all the questions. You feel all the complaints. You are responsible if shit fucks up. But you also take the credit for when shit goes great. Oh, absolutely. And that is a hell of a position to be in. And most people are okay with that. I'm an employee or I'm an employer. Mm -hmm. That's it. But there's one caveat. And that caveat is... If I break that contract as an employer, mm-hmm. most people are like, I will give my life to you. My most precious resource. I will give you my time. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more valuable to me or my family on this earth other than my time. My time with myself, my time with my wife or my husband, my time with my kids. Mm-hmm. That is the most important time. And I will give it to you as long as I know that you're going to take care of me. That's presidents. Yep. That's CEOs, that's bosses, supervisors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's real talk. Mm -hmm. That's straight from Simon Sinek. Mm -hmm. I will give that to you. And it's yours to take. But if at any point I feel like you're violating that contract Mm -hmm. and you're doing it for you at the sacrifice, at the expense of me and my values... Look the fuck out because that's revolution territory. That's (laughs) when I will tear your business down. I will tear your government down. If you're not looking out for me and my family, that's the deal. Yep. And that's that's thousands of years old. How complicated is that? It's very simple. Mm -hmm. And we try to make it complex. I was a political science major. Trust me. They try to make it complex, but it is very simple. I kind of figured that about you, actually. Really? Yeah, you have. I kind of get that feeling. You got sweaty and love (laughs) politics. I love control. I love the boss and I love the worker. Mm -hmm. But what I tell people, and this is controversial, and I've been in trouble. I'm Republican, Democrat, conservative, Republican. I've got a lot of different types of friends Mm -hmm. from my travels in this world. Sure. And I've been lambasted for this statement: pharaohs and kings, or sorry, pharaohs and slaves, kings and peasants presidents and blue collars that's the deal Mm -hmm. you're either a slave peasant or a blue collar or a pharaoh a king or a president Mm -hmm. and that's okay it's not something to be mad about most people understand that that's how it works there's the queen bee and there are the worker bees that's nature that's god made god made that shit the universe made that shit whatever you believe in that just exists Mm -hmm. And that's okay. But do not violate that contract. I will be your employee and I will show up every day at 8 a.m. I will work my ass off. I will do the things I need to do to make this business grow and thrive. But do not at any point make me feel like I am less than you. 
that you don't have my best interest at heart because I'm, I'm giving you the most important resource of my life. Right. My time. You know how many economic development meetings I've sat in? Where I hear these CEOs talking about, we've got jobs, we got jobs, and they're good jobs. Well, how much is that an hour? Well, $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. Is $15 an hour enough for you to move from Muncie, Indiana to Norwalk, Ohio? Right. No. 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 You're not moving you, your wife, and your two kids right. for $15 an hour? Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Ted. Yep. Sorry, dude. It ain't happening. Yep. That's not good money. It was great money in 1995. Right. 1995, you pay me $15 an hour. Well, I might think I'm about big, it. Big pimping. Yeah, I'm big pimping. <laughs> I might even buy that new Ford F-150 they've been talking about. That's different. But we're talking about 2020. And we're about to be 2021. Yeah. At the time of this recording. Yeah. The wasted year. The wasted year. To most people. As a business owner, two things. Respect your employees and respect your customers. Mm -hmm. And if you're coming from that angle, you will not lose. Mm -hmm. Especially if you follow the other advice we've given, which is be flexible and never stop learning. Mm -hmm. Be flexible, never stop learning. Take care of your employees. Take care of your clients. No matter what industry you're in, you will succeed if if that is your motive. Even if you're selling dog shit to a woman in white gloves doesn't matter ice to an eskimo yeah exactly yeah yeah you know the funny thing we could summarize we wasted like an well not wasted but we spent like an hour and a half two hours here chit chatting and we could summarize it all back to just be human be a human being just give a crap be authentically concerned always put somebody else before yourself if at all possible you know and then do your best deliver Live up to your word. Live up to your commitments. Be who you're supposed to be. Amen. You know, as we sit here in, in, in the business bunker somewhere south of Norwalk, Ohio, in the middle of the ice age that we have going on today. True. You know, we've went from, and this was a solo uh, entrepreneur business, and, you know, now we've built a team of, you know, five, six individuals now on top of the solopreneur that was here. And none of that could happen just because of me. It's all leveraging and being that front man to all the different talents that I need a drummer in my band. I need a lead guitar player in my band. I need a keyboard player in my band. I need somebody to help me write the music. I need somebody to give me some lyrics. That's right. But I'm the guy that everybody in the building counts on to put it all together and make it something that the public wants to consume. That's right. Two and two hours. Two hours it took us to convey all that. Done. Well, here's a couple of things that I want to make sure we talk about before we go. And I know we've, I've, I've, I've captured you forever. You've, you, you're probably going to be in, in uh, you know, sweet honey jail when you get home. No, that's um, fine. But that, I really don't care. No. Because, again, we talked about empathy and authenticity and transparency, and I just blew that out of the water by keeping <laughs> you. <laughs> no, so she, it, it, she's you know, cool, it, though. It's good enough for you, but not good enough for me. So that's she, where we're going to She'll be all right once so, she sees it. So, you know... Again, because I know, you know, again, we've had lots of these conversations and lots of these talks and we and we get way off the beaten path sometimes. Digression is good. Sometimes. You know, let's just let's just take a moment and think, you know, you know, you have a daughter. And again, we're not going to get into specifics. So that's nobody's Three business. Now. No comment. No comment from me. <laughs> I'm not talking about there's a lot of estrogen in your house right now. I'm not going to lie. I live there. I, I mean, I've been there. I, Thank God uh, things went right and the genetic uh, DNA thing all happened. And I got, a, you know, my son was the youngest and Thank came God. to help me carry the wet water there. Thank God for balls. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. It's a small thing. It's rough for a guy. It's a small anyway. thing. Well, anyways, you know, you have, and here's the fear I have. And this is what a lot of things that have crossed my mind this last year is I know I'm going to be okay. I'm not scared. I'm not fearful. I know that no matter what happens during the next, the last year, the next 10 years, whatever, I will be fine. And while I'm alive, my kids will be fine. Hmm. But there's a day when you and I won't be here. That's right. So if you could share, you know, again, all the videos of your music, this podcast. Sure. You know, we've shit canned it all. We've been censored by YouTube. We've been censored by, you know, Instagram and Facebook. They all took us off because we cursed, Mm -hmm. you know, or talked about balls or whatever. They took us off. Mm -hmm. But yet we want to pass along something of value that we know is a game changer. We know that if our kids would listen to us for once, 
that if they followed this advice from us, their odds of success would be exponentially greater than their peer group. What would that be in your mind? Life is a war between life and death. Death is the ultimate equalizer. Everyone is going to die, no matter how powerful you are, no matter how weak you may be. Death is the ultimate equalizer. So in your life, this is what I would teach my children. And this, is, and, and this was taught to me by a mentor. And me and that mentor don't even get along anymore. Hmm. But this is one thing I took from that person that I will carry for the rest of my life. And that's the Calvary ain't coming. Mm -hmm. The Calvary ain't coming. Nobody's coming to your rescue. Nobody's going to come and wipe your ass. Nobody is going to come and lift you up when you fall down. That is your job. So if you have a small business, you got an art project, you got a relationship that's failing, nobody's going to swoop in and be like, oh, Tiffany and, and John, your relationship is failing. I am the fairy godmother of love and I'm going to save you. That shit ain't happening. Right. It is your job to enhance the quality of your life, the life of your lover and the life of your children, thus the life of your family. Mm. Same as a business. Nobody's coming to save the day. Oh, I wish things were the way they were in 1984. That was great. That was the best year for us. Well, sorry, John. That ain't happening. Right. That's my line. That's yep. what I'll close this with. The Calvary ain't coming. It right. ain't happening. No one's coming to your rescue. That is your job. Know where you are. Know where you've been. And try to guess to the best of your ability where you're going. Mm-hmm. And guide your team in that direction because it's on you. Right. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna be there to pick you up and tell you to keep walking again. True. If you fall, it's your job to get up and keep walking. Right. Yep, there's no question that um, you know, when craziness happens, it brings all those, you know, especially when you start getting more of the gray hair, you start thinking about retrospectively. You know, what if this would have happened, you know, and I was a business owner at 21, you know, or 24, or I hadn't failed the eight gazillion times I've failed in life today to know that there ain't nothing that can happen today that's going to ruin me, that'll break me. There's no government. There's no man. There's no woman. There's no company. I ain't afraid of nobody. Because of the eight gazillion failures I've already had and have already survived them by bigger, better, scarier, right? Mm -hmm. We've been blessed in this age in 2020, 2019, 2018, go back to the last 10 years. We've been blessed. Life is easy. Plenty of food, plenty of knowledge, plenty of money. Sure. You know, generally speaking, again, I know there are those that aren't as blessed. I understand that. I acknowledge that. Happens. Yep, for sure. But what I'm saying is, as a culture, as a country, we are beyond strong, beyond resilient, and we are beyond blessed. But we are also beyond lazy now. Yeah. Because, again, generally speaking, I see heroes every day. I see hard workers every day. I see 80 hours a week every week. I see that. It's out there still. But generally speaking, we've become very complacent. Complacent with the opportunities we've been given. Complacent with the blessings that we've been given. And complacent with the opportunity that we've been given. Yeah. Complacent. Mm -hmm. Like it's always going to be there. Like it's always been there. So that's what I try to impart. You know, in any message to any group, to any, to any, any, any of my kids, to anybody I consult is that no other time in my career have I noticed that things are fleeting. Hmm. There still can be had. They still can be owned. They still can be attained. But there's going to have to be, it's not a given now. It's not an automatic now. We've had years in this economy where if you showed up, Dude, if you just showed up. That was the minimum requirement. Showed up and were at least half-ass or better, you were good. Yeah. That's not that way today. 
No. Right after the Second World War, going into the Korean War and into Vietnam, that was a good time for the United States, man. Mm-hmm. We made a lot of fucking money off of World War II. The economy expanded at, a, at an exponential pace that may never be seen again. And it's the word of 2020, which is unprecedented. <laughs> unprecedented growth right after World War II. And that's what that's what happened. But, and you, you know, and it's just not like that anymore. And the technocrats have taken over. And, and no matter what tinfoil hat conspiracies you believe in, virtual reality, augmented reality, and, and thus the internet reality is now the standard. And if you don't play ball, you might as well hang your hat up and go home. Right. Call it a day. Well, one thing, I, you know, again, we don't want to bring this to a conclusion on a, on a downer. I, on a downer. downer. That's right. But what I think has been presented is, is there's a huge opportunity here. Huge that anybody, it's a wild west. That's what. That, that, that's that's. There's that's new a land win. to claim. New land to claim. That's there's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, there's there's a whole um, country to be conquered yet. There's two two different types of people. One that says when they hear whispers and tales like, "Oh, there's you know there's land west of the Mississippi. <laughs> there's land out there, and it could right. be yours. There's gold in them there. And hills. dream and dream." What happens if I'm the one who settles that land? I make the town. I name the town. Right. None of us ever think about that shit. What if you name a town? You name the whole damn thing. And you have control over most of the roads that go through there. Yeah. This is the wild west of business. And Gary Vee has been screaming it for five damn years, maybe more. Yep. And a lot of those, like, motivational guys. How much does it cost to listen to Gary Vee? Zero dollars. How much does it cost to listen to Simon Sinek? Zero dollars. How about uh, Tom Bilio? Well, well, let's let's reframe. Whatever the cost of internet is, <laughs> yeah, in your you local go. area, yep. that's there how much go. it costs. Yep. And that that goes back to what you and I were yep. talking about, which is never stop your education, and never stop being flexible. Mm-hmm. Everything we've talked about always falls back onto that. Continue your education, which is free mostly. Just make mm-hmm. sure you have internet. You yeah. can watch a zillion freaking entrepreneurs, a zillion creatives talk about what they do. Look at what they do. Model yourself after that. So what's college oh, cost it. a year? Uh, too much. I'm still paying off my college loans. And so I let's just say 30 grand. Thing. So for 30 grand, how much could you learn? Oh, my God. From 30, the people that are actually doing it. That's a great question. It. That's a great question because there are actually people who are looking at the, the cost of college tuition and, and looking at people like Gary Vee, Tom Bilyeu, Tony Robbins, and those like big champions of business and motivation. And they're saying, well, how much is it for one year? Mm-hmm. How much is it for one year? If my kid could follow you around for one year as like an internship, what's that cost? Probably half. What are you going to charge for some kid to follow you around and being like, hey, what are you doing? Who are you calling? What are you texting? What are you, what are you writing in your journal? What are you writing in your date book? Mm-hmm. What time did you schedule that meeting for and why? Oh, it's because you, you want to make sure you have time with your wife and kids and then you eat a good breakfast and then you go work out and then you're ready for the day. Okay, I'm taking notes. Mm-hmm. 15 grand for a year for what? Just letting somebody watch you? Yep. 30 grand a year? 60 grand a year for letting somebody just watch how you live your life? For something that's Proven. Proven. That that the There's universities can't do. Exactly. The There's a resume. Cannot cannot do that. The universities are only good at the same thing the media is good at, which is indoctrinating people. Yep. And that's and I hate to say it because I'm a university kid. And when I was in mm. university, I loved it. I loved my professors. Oh my God, he's so smart. She's so smart. Right. I've learned so much, but it's just such a deep thinker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I love deep thinking. Right. I Same mean, here. I'm a musician. I have done some drugs in my life. Like, right. I love sitting there staring at the wall and thinking about the meaning of the universe and thinking I'm talking to God when I'm really looking at a paint fleck. <laughs> but like, I get it, right? But at the end of the day, <clears throat> Follow your mentors. Pick someone, just like Tony Robbins says, pick someone who is living the life currently now that is close to something you want to live and model your life after what they've done. Whether you're in real estate, construction, culinary arts, automotive, agriculture, arts, doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. It It works. works. It works across the board. There are no specific tricks like, well, if you're in the automotive industry, let me tell you, well... And here, you know, I told you that what I would tell my daughters is that the cavalry ain't coming. Mm-hmm. 
Here's the other piece of advice. If someone says they know the right answer, they're probably about to sell you the book. Right. They're about to sell you a book. Right. Or a podcast. Yep. And they're full of a shit. A seminar. Yeah. They're full yeah. of shit. Yep. The truth has been the truth for thousands of years, and it mm -hmm. has not changed. Yep. The only thing that's changed is our technology and the style we build our buildings in and the clothes that we wear. That's the only thing that's different. Yep. Period. Well, dude, I appreciate you so much. And there's one thing that Likewise. I want to make sure that gets on the recorded podcast for sure. Okay. And that is, you know, for being 35 years old, I appreciate your wisdom. You know, wisdom usually follows and comes along with gray hair. And, you know, and again, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, you've probably lived two, two and a half, three years. Uh, I mean, three lifetimes in, in your current 35 years based on the stories that I know for sure. Um, and I just want everybody to know that, you know, they need to check you out. They need to look you up. They need to seek you out. Because the value, the eye, the vision, the focus that you can bring to their message and take it to society, take it to the general public, there is nowhere else locally or in this state that I know they could go and have and to easily be able to get that connection than working with Tony Schaefer with Oddfellow Photography, Oddfellow uh, Production Company. Um, that will not happen anywhere else. So... As always, my friend, I am here for you. I will do anything I can for you. I appreciate you in so many ways. And, and I know what you've given. I know what you've sacrificed. I know the, the dues that you've paid. I have one last question before we, we quit this. I'm ready. How many hours does it take to go from strumming a guitar upstairs in a neighbor boy's bedroom to standing in front of a group of people and playing a song with conviction and, and, and the quality of a Freddie Mercury on crack in, you know, in delivering that type of performance. How many hours? What is the price that's paid? What has to be done? Everybody wants that price. What's it going to cost me? What's it going to cost me? And I'm going to tell you right now, it's, it's the figure eight symbol. It's infinite. It never ends. If you're not in love with improving yourself and your business and the way you interact with your clients. If you are not absolutely head over heels in love with that, in love with changing your systems and the way you talk to people and the way you conduct your business, if you're not in love with that, go home. Go get a job with somebody else. Because that's it, that's the secret. You have to be in love with changing. In love with change and in love with how you approach it, because it changes all the time. How many times did you play the in introductory riff to Back in Black, ACDC, on oh, your guitar? God, so many times, so many times. And I had to play it, I had to play it 100 times just to please myself, and I had to play it another 300 times just before I called my mom in, because I was 14, and be like, Mom, 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 you know, you know this song. <laughs> this is let from your generation. This is, let me play this for you. You're going to love this. <laughs> so there's, there's, what, 500 times, and then I had to play it another 500 times before I played it in front of a group of people I didn't know. You will fail. It will suck. And that, that is actually, I have a YouTube channel called Creative Motivation, and that was literally the first video I did. It was called Time to Suck. And it's not like, hey, everybody gather around, it's time to suck together. No, what it meant was give yourself time to suck at this. Mm -hmm. If you're a realtor, you're going to suck at it for a while. Yep. And a while might not be like, oh, three or four months, and then I'm going to be. No, no, no. It might be five or six years of you sucking, right? not doing good, going into the red, not the black. Like, it might suck. Yep. Be patient. Listen to the trends and follow the robots because the robots have our future. Don't shun the internet, don't shun phones, don't shun virtual reality. Augmented reality, you know what augmented reality is? This will be my closing statement. Augmented reality Yeah, I think you've said that like five times now, but go ahead. And now I'm gonna finally elaborate. <laughs> I blame this on him. This, I blame on him. McAllen 12, it's good. So augmented reality is the ability to hold up your cell phone into a corner of your living room and see a chair sitting there that they wanna sell you and you get to see what it looks like in your living room. Mm -hmm. Experience it. 
experience it. What does mm-hmm. it actually look like? What's, mm-hmm. the, what's that new car look like in my garage or in my driveway? What does it feel like? What does what's, it sound like? That's right. What does it smell like? Before you buy it. Right. There is no like, take a risk on me and you can trust me, Marianne and John. You buy this sofa and I promise you 10 years from now, this sofa is still going to be treating your family well. That shit's over. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. People want to know. And, and it might be crazy to some of the generation listen to this. They might be like, oh, I don't know about this. And that's because they were alive long before the internet. Well, we have along. like five followers. So, I mean, the five people that listen to this after we produce it, Love I it. think we're going to nail two of them. Yeah, I think, I think we're right. going to make a difference for two people. With that, my friend, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Let's close Love it. you sincerely. Love you too, man. Street Smart Business. This is our virginal first episode. Hopefully, we will do nothing but go higher from here. <laughs> Only upward from here. We, we set the baseline for upward. this. I appreciate you. God bless America. We're blessed beyond belief. That's right. Sometimes we just have to stand up and take notice and, and, and be aware of it. That's right. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Have a great day. Toodaloo. Yep.